Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm going to kill Carl now. I'm going to make it. One nice, hard swing. Try to do it in one because I like him. I just want you to put that in your brain and roll it around for a minute. I'm going to kill Carl and then Lucille here, she's going to take your hands. You can do it right in front of me. You can take my hands. I told you already, I'm going to kill you. All of you. Maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow. But nothing is going to change that nothing. You're all already dead. Welcome to Fear Me. Fear Me. Hi, I'm Kim. Stuart. And Scott. Thank you for joining us for the season finale of The Walking Dead Season 7. This is episode 67 of the Fear Me podcast. Yes. We keep piling them up. We are getting up there. I know. Maybe we'll hit 100 by the time Season 9 rolls around. <laughs> season 9. I will definitely be past 100, I think, at that point. Uh, especially if we, if, with the plans that we have to be reviewing some of the other stuff. Yes. Not including Fear. Not including Preacher. But there are some other things later on we're going to talk about. Yay! It's Possibly. Okay. Scott, how is Charlotte? Charlotte is uh, calm today after the storms and stuff yesterday. Are you oh, getting was... the storms tomorrow? Yes, ma'am. Yeah. It's going to be a doozy. We're going to deal with them a little bit here, and then we're, we're, we're going to send them up to you, I think. All right. Yeah, yeah. You're giving us the handoff. Yeah, I'll let, you, I'll let you know how bad they are, for sure. Yeah, we Definitely. had 20 tornadoes touch down in Georgia yesterday. Yep. 20. Run for cover. That's a lot. And tomorrow's supposed to be worse. Yeah. And we're down a highway. Tuck and Our roll. Our highway collapsed. Oh, no. <laughs> Highway 85 collapsed, which is <laughs> one of two major highways coming into Atlanta. So some crackhead was uh, burning stuff underneath there, right? Yeah, something like that. I don't yeah. know what his purpose was. I don't know yeah. if he was a crackhead necessarily. Well, he was, he was. Oh, was he? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, then he was a crackhead. He was arrested uh, for ni- 19 times for get, various get, things. Get, get with the program, man. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, that's supposed to be down for a couple of months, so welcome to that's, Atlanta. Wow. I tell you, the commute is already a nightmare. That is going to be brutal. <laughs> and, and the new Brave Stadium opened? <laughs> yeah. The Brave oh, no. Stadium opened on our other highway. <laughs> so, good times. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm glad you live near near your home. 
So we drink a lot. So what are you drinking, Scott? (laughs) (laughs) You totally missed that, didn't you? I got it. All right. All right. What am I drinking? I am drinking another wonderful beer from Wicked Weed up in uh, uh, Asheville. Mm -hmm. Uh, One of my favorite breweries is called Hot Burglar. It's an India Pale Ale uh, brewed with blood orange and grapefruit. Mm. Very citrusy, but but very smooth. It's um, I really like this one. This Everybody's really doing this beer. the blood orange thing. Yeah. I know, I love it. It's so good. Well, it's a tart. It's a much more tart orange, right? Yeah. And yeah. you know, sweet and tart, than just a regular orange. I think it just sounds more evil. It does. Right. That could be. That could be. What are you drinking, Kimmy? Well, we are drinking Tropicalia Indian India Pale Ale from Creature Comforts Brewing Company out of Athens, Georgia. I don't know what's in it, but it is good. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a hell of a review. It's supposedly a small batch brew, so it's limited it's, edition. So Yeah, you were only allowed to buy one six-pack yes. or something from the yep. grocery store? Yep. Wow. Um, and I would pronounce it Tropicalia, but that's mm. okay. Mm. It's good. It's very Whatever. good. Whatever. And I will get some, I'll have to get some for Scott because yes, I'm sure please. he'll be excited. It's good. It's got a bit of tartness to it. Yes, please, madam. <laughs> but it's crisp, and I love it. All right, well, let's get into what everybody is here for, and that is the season seven finale of The Walking Dead, entitled The First Day of the Rest of Your Life. So what y'all think? I thought it was very good. Actually, it was surprisingly good. Um, the twist, plot twist, uh, totally caught me off guard. Even Which though, one? well, okay, the main plot twist where the the garbage people twi- turned on the Alexandrians, that one took me off guard. Even though I kind of called it a little bit when that that one... one took you off guard. Oh God! Well, no, no, okay. I know you're gonna say, listen, we've been calling for the garbage <laughs> people. Why are you trusting them so much? But that was pretty. That was a big twist. I mean, they're all like, re- they're ready to hang out and let's get this thing on. And it's like, all right. Guns are turned on him. So I wasn't expecting that. Uh, not not to that extent. Can I put it that way? Yeah, sure. <laughs> not to that not to that extent. Um, I think being able to root for a walker was pretty cool. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I think it was uh, it was well done. And it wasn't the the last season, season six cliffhanger for the summer was just like ridiculous. Yes, it was. Uh, and so this one felt like there was some closure, and yet there's still stuff to look forward to in the next next season. Without I would being agree like, with that. what mm-hmm. the hell? So yeah, it was good. Exactly. I think it was well done. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Kim, what did you think? Uh, just like Stuart, I loved it. Um, I think, you know, last season, the finale was so emotional, and... It left a lot of people pissed off. I don't think there were that many people pissed off at the end of this one, although Scott might prove me wrong. <laughs> but um, the emotions that went into this episode were far lighter, and mm-hmm. I was actually excited in this episode and on the edge of my seat. Uh, I was rooting for Sasha the entire time, even after she popped out of that coffin. And I was, I was just so excited the entire time. Yeah, it was weird how they did that because I mean yeah. we we had kind of called for Sasha being axed from the show for a while, 
her character. Uh-huh. I mean, we well, I mean, we knew from like off screen stuff that of, of what was going on, but um, I was not like really saddened when it happened. It was I wasn't like, sad at all. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was like she got her. She like, got her end. It's like what I told Stuart. It, it kind of justified her demise and made it a little bit easier to stomach. And mm-hmm. so it's sad to see her leave, but. I'm not sad with the way they portrayed it. No, I, I mean, I think we, we, we all knew it was coming. Yeah, for sure. So it, it wasn't going to, it wasn't a surprise in any way. Mm-hmm. Although when she popped out of the coffin, I was a bit surprised. Because huh. it took me a second to realize, oh, she's a, she's a walker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I kind of, I don't know. I mean, I thought she, I thought she died in that very first scene. Mm-hmm. When she was in the coffin, just by the way her facial expression and so forth was. And then we come to find out that was the end for her. Do we know she was in the coffin at that point? We just saw yes. her face. No, yes. she was in the coffin she, when oh, she had the headset on. Yeah. And it was all dark. Oh, no, I know she was in the coffin. But did she? Did you know she was in a coffin at that point? No, 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 no of course no. not. Okay, okay. No, but I knew she had just died. I didn't know. I didn't realize it was from taking a pill or anything like that. Yeah. Um, but I, but I, you know, the way her facial expression was and the way she just kind of flopped over, I knew she had died. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but I was very intrigued. All right, like, Scott. Wow. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Your thoughts. My thoughts. I love the episode. I really, I, it was a lot of fun. It really was. There was a lot of good going on in the episode and so forth. But, you know. But it, you're, a very, yes. b- very big ass you know, mm. set right on this conversation mm. right now. Sadly, sadly. <laughs> The junkyard dogs um, doing the uh, the betrayal thing to me was just so it was so bad. I mean, we've been saying that for weeks. I mean, why would Rick and group just start giving these Mad Max rejects all these guns and stuff <laughs> mm-hmm. like, you know, like they're part of their their group? You know, yeah. I mean, I just I've, I've been saying it forever. And when they when they betrayed him, I was like, oh, come on. I was actually hoping they wouldn't do something like that. Mm-hmm. Because to me, it was just too lame. Yeah, no, and I agree. Yeah, it was. It, it was hard. It's hard to believe that they would trust him so much when they had like they had like their system for like asking questions of people. Every new person that came into the group, there was never a trust thing until someone earned it. And yet, right. you have this massive group of people that they just all of a sudden trusted. And yeah, right. they had they seemed to have more trust in them than they even did that the kingdom people would show up. Yes. So like, what the hell is up with that? Yep. Yep. Yep, you know, exactly. I agree with you. And the second that woman said to Michonne when they were out at the on the balcony, yeah, the balcony, when she said, "I'll go," yeah, she yeah. said, "We will win." I was like, "She means they're going to win. Mm-hmm. They're right. going to totally I fuck agree. them over." Yeah. And, I, and when she said that, I was like, "Oh, come on, no, yep. don't." Yep. And then they did it, and I was because it was so weird the way me. she said it. When she said it, Kim was like, "What was that?" Well, that she was smiled weird. weird. Yeah, it was like a really weird smile, uncomfortable. Uh-huh. Very yeah. uncomfortable. Yeah, and it was like, uh, okay, that's not right. Yeah, something's <laughs> up. You know, I cry foul on the uh, on the junkyard dogs. I've been I've been trying to figure out. I, to me, that that whole group just seems like a lazy effort on the writer's side. I mean, it it, it never made any sense, and I never could figure out how they would have evolved the way they did. And it was a complete Mad Max knockoff. Mm-hmm. Even the dialogue that they use and so forth is right out of that movie. So I, you know, I think this, I think the season would have been better not having them in it. They even had a Thunderdome. Yeah, <laughs> they did have a Thunderdome. The, with, the, with the spiky guy. That was their Thunderdome. Yeah. I mean, that stuff was cool and all that, but it really just, it was, it didn't make any sense to the stories. No. So 
I could have done without that, but but the action was fantastic. The even though you know I I knew what was coming with Sasha in the in the casket and so forth, it was still a cool scene when she went after Negan. I actually tell you the truth, some of the stuff I loved was um, believe it or not was Negan in this episode. Yeah, really. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. Yeah. There was there was that one scene when he was talking to Sasha about the fact that she was going to get in that coffin. And he was saying something to the respect is, you know, I know this is hard for you to do, you know, and I want you to, I, I appreciate it. You know, it, it, there was new facets of, of uh, Negan that were opened up in this episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. We still got the, the braggart and the, you know, bombastic Negan running around doing his stuff. But just some of the ways... Um, that he reacted to stuff that Sasha did. And, and that scene with him and Rick, when, when Rick says, you know, I'm still going to kill you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was great. And yeah. Negan's reaction to it was great. Where he's like, wow. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it really was. Yeah. Cause there's was... things that he says and there's the ways he deals with situations that are like, they're scripted things that he knows that he has to deal with a situation a certain way. And then in this episode and in past things, like when he's been dealing with Carl and stuff, there's that human yeah. side to it where it's yeah, like, I, he's like, Oh like shit, you aren't supposed to react that way. When I say that. Right. Yeah, exactly. And even the respect he showed to Carl and so forth. Anyway, I just thought, you know, and even how how scared he got when everything went to shit there for a second. Mm-hmm. Um, He's like, there's a fucking tiger. I know. Shame <laughs> That's great. That was awesome. Can I just say, though, did he not know that the kingdom had a tiger? How would he not know the He's kingdom had a tiger? He's never been to the kingdom. I know, but ne- they've he, never been in there. Why would his guys never say, oh, yeah, by the way, they got a tiger? They've never met the tiger. Uh, never at all? No. Because no. they always uh-huh. meet him off site? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. That's, okay. Why they, okay. that's why no one in the kingdom knew about him. They didn't okay. know anything about Negan's people because they've never been in there. Right. All right. That was a sweet moment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so you know, while, yes, I had serious problems with that junkyard people thing, um, the episode itself, though, was great. And I'm really interested in what happens next week I or next season. I was trying to figure out, though, most of the people killed in this thing were Alexandrians and... And junkyard people. Mm-hmm. Did Negan's people get taken There's out? Gotta been some saviors. Some saviors were killed. Yeah. You know, if you go back and look at at the clips, it's mm-hmm. weird because all the extra guys in the background they don't even look like they're firing at each other. <laughs> it's <laughs> right, right. And you well, don't. They're know, still holding guns on each other. And you don't know who's on whose side. Yeah, right. That's, that's the thing I was, was going to say. So. The kingdom people are easy to confuse with the junkyard dogs yes. in the way that they're dressed and so forth. Yes, right. I thought about that too. Well, they're then all there's running around. There's one scene where, um, I can't remember who did the shooting now, but I think it was Daryl and somebody else. They turned around and there were two people coming up next to the fence and they shot them point blank. And I'm like, how come those people didn't shoot our people? Well, they you were know what? That close. I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. I think now it, it, it's very possible this was by accident, but I think it, um, if it wasn't, I'm, I'm really pleased with their t- attention to detail. But it was a very chaotic scene, and a lot of people didn't right immediately react to start shooting. You know, a lot of them were still, I, there were still several of the Alexandrians that were still surrounded by junkyard dog people. Those junkyard dog people weren't shooting, and the Alexandrians were kind of still looking around. Right. So it wasn't like everybody erupted at one time. 
So those two that got shot along the fence, to me, were more like, you know, what are we doing here? What, 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 what am I supposed to do here? And then Rick and them just blew them away. Yeah. And who was the first to shoot? Mm. Carl. Yeah. Carl was? Yeah. That's Carl took question. like three guys out. Really? Yep. Yeah. Right at the very start. Wow. Shot the one guy in the leg and then shot the other two off. So there was, it was good in that, you know, it really did look like a chaotic scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But also, not a lot of people got hit. <laughs> there was no. a and that, Yeah, that was the weird thing when, the, like, the whole scene was happening. But just it, it seemed like our guys were just kind of standing in the middle of, of no protection, and yet they were able to take everybody out. Yeah, well. But, hey. The Miracle TV. All right, well, let's get into some details, starting with Sasha and the way she went out. So... Do you agree with the way that it happened, or do you like the way they portrayed it? Or give me your thoughts. Well, I mean, I, I think the the opening scenes with uh, her and the conversations between her and Negan were great. Mm-hmm. It was a little it was a little weird just because, again, coming from last episode, I was thinking it was weird that she was so confident <laughs> in her in her dealings with him. Um, you know, and he brings in like the, the plate that has the pancakes on it with the smiley face and all this kind of stuff. And he even says to her how much control she has over him. Yeah. You know? yeah. But he also did, though, he, he I thought one of his best uh, real Negan moments is when um, Sasha says, well, I'm not going to allow you. And he said, whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, right. Hold on uh, here. That's, yep. Let's not forget about this. You, you don't allow me to do anything. I allow me to do stuff, you know, uh-huh. and kind of put her in her place. So Negan was toying with her, you know, playing with her, but he still was not letting her run the show, even though he was making her think in some respects she was. But he still was showing, uh, he was actually showing her uh, a true, a lot of respect right, in, in right. the conversation, which I thought was good. And and she did talk him down from killing three people to one. Mm-hmm. Right. And gave at least gave her that. Yep. And she said that she would go ahead and take care of it, too. Yep. She'd do what he needed. And did. So, Even though we um, knew she wouldn't do it. Yeah, and she yeah. got the pill and all well before any of these conversations, right? Yeah, right. from Eugene in the yeah. last episode. Yeah. yeah. But so, when do you think she found out she was going to be put in that coffin? Like, right when she walked out the door and saw it? No, 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 no. When Negan, Negan said, well, she said, well, what is your plan? And then they went to another scene. Negan started explaining uh, the plan, and they went to another scene. And then they, I think it was another, it was another uh, scene with um, Red. Abraham. Abraham, thank you. I think they went to another Abraham scene, and then when they came back, she that's when she was looking horrified at him and saying, you know, no one has to die and so forth. So we did not get to hear the plan, but she already knew the plan. Yeah. Well, I think that, Goes to show also, like, how much he respects her, that he would tell her the plan. Mm-hmm. Why He didn't have to do that. Why would he do that? So He needed, yeah, he needed a, he, I think he kind of needed her to be a willing participant, though. Yeah, mm-hmm. I needed her to be on board with it. But what, did, okay, so here's my question, though, is, like, what did he expect to come out of that? That Rick and crew were going to, Rick was supposed to choose somebody to die, right? Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's what he was expecting to happen. Okay, just because he had her captive. Mm-hmm. And he, he was just her using her as a threat that he would kill her, but he didn't want to kill her, but he was going to kill somebody. Yeah. Right, okay. Like when they got to the compound, or to Alexandria, and he was like, oh, you were going to blow up Eugene? You are fucked up. And would yeah. you kill Sasha now? And they already knew the junkyard dogs were going to be there. Right. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, well, the junkyard dogs were the little birdies. Yeah. Yeah. That had they had the whole, the whole plan. They knew the whole plan. Oh, that's why they were learning all those little tidbits throughout. Okay. <laughs> and see, that's why it's, it's, it's coming so together stupid. now. Why would you tell these people your whole plan? I mean. Gotcha. I mean, come on. There was no reason to trust these people. Yeah. Hell, they couldn't even form full sentences. Yeah. How come Jadis didn't kill Rick right away? I, I, I can't figure that character out at all. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, I, okay, we keep going back to the fight scene. I know, because it was so interesting. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, she's just standing around the whole time in the fight and so forth, and no one ever shoots her. That's, I know, and she's standing that was what up I was tall. Trying not to say is above the fence. Why wouldn't someone shoot at her? Come on, <laughs> really like what the fuck? I mean, especially, especially after she shoots Rick in the side. She's got <gasps> that Carl's. Was, oh, okay, God, can we finish talking about I'm the sorry. beginning of the episode? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I have to go back to that part here. <laughs> Write it down. Make a note. What did you guys think of the breakaway scenes with Abraham? I don't know that it was totally needed, but oh. Kim, Kim was like, oh, Abraham. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I don't, to me, it didn't really add a ton to the story. What did you think? I, you know, I'll tell you this. I, I kind of suspect that maybe it was a little tribute to Abraham mm-hmm. in the yeah. fact that when he died in the first episode, he was kind of the secondary character next to Glenn that died. Hmm. So maybe they were giving him a little bit better of a send off. That's a good point. That's a good point. I, um, think, I think they were this this whole not this whole episode, but parts of this episode were a tribute to both of them because we saw Rick, or we saw Glenn's watch, you know, yep. with Maggie mm-hmm. and stuff. And Maggie talks about Glenn, right? That long montage at the oh, end, which was so beautiful. But um, no, when they showed Abraham, I was like, oh yes, that was so fantastic that they brought him back. And for them to have, I mean, I'm assuming this is what this is like difficult. <laughs> Okay. Um, no, I was going to say, I'm assuming this was kind of a real conversation, but I think it's a convoluted yes. conversation based on what is happening in the present. Like she's, she's well, think, inserting some bits. I think this pieces. was her dying. And right. She was remembering this scene. And that's one of the last things she was remembering is her right. time with Abraham at the end when the last time that they were together, really. Well, they never really developed what their relationship was about anyways. Right. I mean, right, there was, it was such, it more so, concrete. Yeah. But uh-huh. It was so shortly right. lived that it was like now it's it's kind of going back. And, OK, Abraham was not just a one liner guy. Yeah. Like he actually they actually had a real relationship. So it's in a way it was kind of building his character after he's already gone. But it, to me, I'm like, well, that, that's already gone. I think it was also, of course, building a lot more substance than Sasha's character. Yes, exactly. Yeah. It's the both of them, the whole relationship. Yeah. And the, and yeah, the because Sasha's character, I mean, the actress is great. Um, she's not exactly been given a lot of good lines in this show mm-hmm. to to really be able to show it. So I'm glad to see them let her spread her wings a little bit before she runs off to Star Trek. <laughs> um, and you know, I thought I thought I actually thought the stuff with Abraham maybe one too seen too many, but I still thought it was pretty good. Well, I think I thought it I thought it showed her. Uh, it gave uh, kind of a gentleness to her dying. Yes. Yeah. Well, and didn't um, didn't they go? Didn't they flash back right as Negan was about to open the coffin? Yes. 
Negan was was getting ready to reveal Sasha was in there, and they flash back to the last that, episode with Abraham. That one probably, yeah, that one probably had the most substance. But I was like, God mm-hmm. damn it, why did you just flash back right now? Because it was like, ah, oh, almost there. Because right. again, this whole first part of that episode, I was like, can we just get to the battle? <laughs> like I'm tired of the build up and like the songs and like oh yeah, everybody's trumpeting and carrying Kumbaya. their flags and. All right, yeah, Sergeant I think even, Fury. Yeah, I think even the Kingdom guys had, like, flags and stuff they were carrying. Mm-hmm. And it was like, okay, now we're getting Morgan, and now we're getting this guy. And it's like, oh, my God, would you guys just get to Alexandria and take care of this I tell you what, already? though, I did think the scene between King Ezekiel and Morgan was really good. Yeah, it was. Yeah, when he was saying, well, you know, uh, mm-hmm. get over again, yourself. Again, Lenny get James. Unstuck. Lenny James. Doesn't is, say anything. So able to convey stuff without having to say a damn thing. I know. <laughs> With his facial expressions, he's great. amazing. I, I'm just waiting for somebody to be like, "You want? Uh, okay, you want this? You know, just like start like saying like ridiculous things. Like he's he doesn't say anything. He just looks at him, and they're like, "I understand what you're saying." And then like <laughs> exactly. they they continue the conversation. He's they like, just look. He just looks at him, and they go, "Oh, you want a bologna sandwich? Okay, yeah, I'll be back like, in a minute." You're, just get unstuck. You can get right. unstuck. You're no, unstuck. don't look at me like that. You're okay. <laughs> Jerry, get him some cobbler. <laughs> you could create exactly. something like that. Yeah, I guess you could. Do some memes. But um, but yeah, so the whole thing with the transition of uh, Sasha in the coffin, I thought, um, I thought was pretty interesting. Yeah. I thought it was all beautifully done. I think it was a fantastic way for her to go out. It was very honorable. And she was still fighting to the very end. And it's probably one of the best deaths of our major people that we've ever had. But, okay, so what do you think? Besides about- Herschel. Herschel was awesome. Okay. So what do you think about the whole Dwight scene, though? With uh, Daryl with a knife, like, hanging about a half inch from his eyeball. Oh, my God. That was creepy. <laughs> was like, I was really? like, God, one slip and that <laughs> eyeball is Nobody like, sneeze. <laughs> Nobody pat Daryl on the back. <laughs> <laughs> no, exactly. Nice scene. Ah! <laughs> and that started because he put the knife in his face because Dwight said what I was I wasn't aiming for her. Oh right. yeah. Because the way they were talking about Denise. Mm-hmm. That yep. was fucked up. <laughs> yeah, Tara Tara was Tara was uh she was a tough customer in this episode. Oh yeah, that's right. She was. Yeah. I I mean obviously I knew he wasn't gonna do anything to him, but that was really creepy. Mm-hmm. And I kind of think they lingered on that scene a little bit too long with Tara in the well, background saying, the, do it, do it. Especially the knife in his eyeball. <laughs> yeah. Hanging there, wiggling yeah, around. And you're like, Ugh. well, it made you uncomfortable. That's for sure. Yeah. I wonder it what worked. that I wonder what that felt like as the actor to be in that scene. He's just I like, mean, man, be very if, careful with that rubber knife. Please. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> even if it's not a real knife, that could still right. hurt you. He had a yep. stunt, stunt eyeball in, I think. Mm. Is that what it was? Yeah. But Probably had good contacts on. He had a damn good plan. <laughs> Who, Dwight? Yeah. yeah. His plan was actually really good. And, they, and then I think right before they went to commercial break, they're like, okay, let's talk more about it. And I was like, what more do you need to know? Like, he just told you the whole plan. <laughs> He's like, keep talking. Yeah. Anyways, yep. I, thought, I thought that was actually a really good scene with them and him mm-hmm. having to try and convince them to. I, I, I thought it was believable. Did you see his face when Negan shows up at um, Alexandria and Dwight has this look like, 
All right, here we go. Well, he they they met up when they were knocking when the at the trees that were knocked down. Yeah, that Dwight took care. Like that, he actually knocked the trees down. That was when Simon right. and Negan and all them met up, right? Yeah, right. but when when Negan actually gets to the gates of Alexandria, mm. and Dwight then sees Daryl and all the crew mm-hmm. at the gate, and he has to play it off like he has no idea yeah. what's going on on either side. He looked uncomfortable. So, so you think he's the one who left the soldier? I know he is. That was his soldier. It was in his bedroom. How did it was amazing oh, how it just happened to be that, picked up by Daryl. That's the one that yeah, Daryl saw when he was grabbing clothes and stuff like that when he yeah. escaped. Mm-hmm. Oh, when he escaped okay. the sanctuary, he saw the soldier on the shelf. Yep, yep, that's right. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. And what did the soldier say? I didn't know. I didn't know. Yep. He didn't know about the garbage people. Yep. Which leads me into a little another little sticking point for me. Why why does Negan keep trusting him? Dwight? Yeah. <laughs> I mean we Dwight just disappears. <laughs> you know, Dwight just disappears and then all of a sudden he's back and and Negan's like, yeah, I, what about it, you know? That part was a little weird to me that I mean cuz yeah, Dwight was just captured by them and meeting with them about how they're going to unhatch this whole plan against Negan and all of a sudden he's back with Negan with no problem. Right. Well, right. Negan I don't know. He trusts him to go out on his own to search for people like his I guess. wife. That's what I was going to no say. Negan sends him out on the, these little errands. And we packs. don't know how long he was held prisoner at, at Alexandria, right? It wasn't right. overnight as far as we um, know. I, it had to have been at least overnight because they, they, he ran into, um, what's her name, Rosita at, at night when, they, when he appeared with the, uh, with the uh, crossbow. <gasps> oh, right, right, right. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, yes. At at Sanctuary, yes. Right. So it has to have been a period, a good period of time. Well, you know. And Negan's not, Negan is is shown repeatedly he's not stupid. So he's got to understand that Dwight, with with what's her name gone, Dwight doesn't really have any, he, Negan doesn't have anything on Dwight anymore. Mm -hmm. And so why wouldn't there even be like a question, like, where the hell were you? Kind of thing. It was just like. Oh, somehow Go these get people back. are getting ready to fight us again. And, and thank goodness Dwight is here to help us move these trees. Yes, exactly. <laughs> thank God you found these, Dwight. <laughs> I, I think Negan is totally convinced that Dwight is on their side, that he's pretty much brainwashed him. And, you know, he's tortured him to death enough that, you know, he won't turn on him. Well, here, here's another problem. They seem to trust Dwight pretty quick and let him just drive away a little bit before they're supposed to be doing battle with Negan's people. That's a lot of trust for a guy that's already killed some of their people. Just because just because Daryl didn't kill him, then that makes Daryl then trust him. So now everybody trusts him. That, really? comment, that comment was a little weird to me. What? Like, oh, well, Tara, I trust Daryl, so... Oh, yeah. I don't trust him, but I trust Daryl. Yeah, Darryl. but I trust Daryl because Daryl's, I guess, the Mr. Trapper guy, so he can he can ferret out anybody's lies. Well, not only that, and, and, and Dwight's just saying, well, you know me. Really? No, we don't. You know the bad side of you. Yeah, I mean, I did, that, that scene where you see him, uh, Dwight, walking off to go get in the SUV and leave, mm-hmm. I was kind of going, what? Well, just gonna let this guy go. 
Now that the junkyard dogs have proven to not be reliable, I bet you a million dollars they're going to question whether they can really trust Dwight. Oh, I don't think they think they can trust Dwight at all. Even if he does leave his little soldier behind. Yes. I mean, I think that's <laughs> going to be the quandary coming back into the next season. I still think Dwight is a man without a country. Oh, yeah. He's like Eugene now. Or yeah. Eugene's like him. I was I was kind of hoping Sasha would take Eugene out. Or not Sasha. Um, Michonne. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Eugene, I was pissed when Eugene pops up at the Alexandrian Gate and says all that crap. Like, what the mm-hmm. fuck? Who do you think you are, asshole? <laughs> you were pissed. I was. Like, how dare you do that or say those things to people that have protected you this whole time? But he did He did kind of express to Negan, though, that he wanted a chance to try to end this peacefully before the shooting started, and that's why he did that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he's still like, I am Negan. Fuck you. So he said, a test is upon you, and now I'm not giving out a cheat sheet. That's right. <laughs> but, you know, again, you know, if you're if you're if we're getting back to Dwight being trusted by Negan, Negan doesn't have a whole lot of trust for Eugene in the end. No, he does not, does he? But he's no. newer to the sanctuary too. And has yeah, but, more but he hasn't but he's never beaten down Eugene. He's beaten, you know, mm-hmm. Dwight's been beaten down repeatedly. Right. You know, I know. Who makes him, it could make him even more dangerous. It might be because Eugene seems to have been dropped on his head as a baby anyways. Yeah, that's no doubt. So, Rupt earth. There's a lot of trust issues in this episode, What right? I'm trying to figure out is why the hell did they try to blow up or set off the explosives with Eugene there? Like, why wouldn't they wait until, like, the main people got there? No, I think Rick had Rick had decided you're done, Eugene. Well, he did because he said I'm Negan, and then you could see in Rick's face he was like, "Well, if you're if you're Negan, fuck you, I'm gonna blow you up." And he right. gave the signal to do it. But I think he still, suspected that Negan was there too. I don't know. I don't but know. I think you know their main thing was I think that they just wanted to make sure that they took out this cadre of of soldiers. I know, but it was like. Um, a minor amount of people than the the saviors would have been bringing. I agree. Well, they said it was 20. But still, I don't think that he, I don't think Rick did it with a fuck you intention. It was like, I really don't want to do this, but you're forcing my hand and I'm going to well, do it. Well, he said, really? yeah, you've made yeah. your choice. All right, you made your choice. Yeah. It's like, You'll go with him. And and he and Rick he might even be able to see that Eugene is doing and saying these things because Negan has him under his control at this moment, mm. which is totally believable. And so that's why he has to blow up Eugene to mm. to send a message to Negan. Like, I don't care if, if you take my people and turn them on me, they die, too. But it was definitely not him saying that Negan was there. No, okay. no. I just had to throw that out there. I think he was just. Sending well, I think a they just realized that they had a, they had them boxed into that area, so they were gonna they were gonna kill them all one way or the other, whether Negan was with them or not. Mm-hmm. But they were like in PP Pants City when it didn't go off. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 who who dis who dismantled the bombs? Well, it had to have been the junkyard people. Yeah, and and no one from Alexandria was watching any of that stuff. Well, those people are kind of smelly. So when they kind of, they come around, I think most of the Alexandrians probably kind of drift away. They're like, "Oh this my!" Is true. 
Oh my, something <laughs> climbed in you and died. Yes. You guys been eating rotten canned fruit again? <laughs> Check the dates. Check the dates. <laughs> so, did you think that Alexandrians were actually going to show up? The Alexandrians? I mean, the um, Hilltop? 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 Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, M- Maggie pretty much said she was going to lead them in there. No, I was more surprised by the kingdom showing up the way they did than yeah. I was by Maggie's people. Yeah, because at um, that point, where everything's screwed. Thank God they did a good job with the CGI and that damn tiger. I know. I know. They they have not gone wrong with the tiger yet. Thank, thank God, God they trained that tiger to kill the correct people. I know. Uh-huh. Did you hear? <laughs> exactly. Did you hear what Kari Payton tweeted out about that? Uh-uh. Kari Payton plays. Uh, King Ezekiel, uh-huh. and somebody had asked him, "How did you train the tiger to kill attack? exactly yeah. just saviors and and garbage people?" And he who said, had actually been on their side. He said something like, "Don't you know I show him flashcards every night of yep. people?" <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Uh, like showing kamikaze pilots pictures of ships. Uh, yeah. there, was, there was another good one that someone had said on Twitter about how. Uh, oh, it was great to see uh, both Sasha and and Shiva eat some face. <laughs> <laughs> nice. It looked like only, Shiva only got like maybe two people out though. Right. Yeah. Right. But that yeah, was, was having funny a good though, meal. When you saw Negan going, "Do you see that? I was a tiger." Yeah. And then <laughs> he gets up and runs, and the next guy behind him gets mauled. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, he was he was hiding behind a car, and he said, right. "There's that widow." And she's, oh, I forget exactly what he said, but he said she's, her oh, guns when he saw blazing. Maggie. Oh, is that? I didn't hear yeah. that. He, there was like all these little quips that he was putting in through the entire <laughs> scene, which in a way it was a little corny because he's like, hey, look over there, look over there. And then he moves and then the tiger comes in the scene, like kills some other guy. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Yeah. Oh, uh, that was funny. <laughs> and then, of course, Negan exits stage left, flipping the bird at everybody. <laughs> Even though Father Gabriel and like 20 people are shooting up the truck that they're in. Damn, Father Gabriel was on fire last night. He was he not was happy. Guns a blazing, too. Yep. Oh, so back to the kingdom and hilltop coming in. It was great to see everybody just like come together at the exact right moment mm-hmm. and pull forces and try to take out Negan. And now Negan's like, fucking A, man. I was expecting Oceanside to pop up somewhere. <laughs> no, I feared they were done. <laughs> can you throw us some of your, our guns back so That's we can right. actually fight? Man, those these, people are going to be really These bamboo shafts don't work very well. Yeah. Can you imagine when Oceanside comes in next season, if they do come back? They're going to be like, what I, the fuck happened to all of our guns you stole from us, jackasses? <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't know if we see Oceanside come back again. We might not. I, th- I think we may see the girl. Yeah, the, the girl. younger girl. And a couple of them show up at, at uh, Alexandria, but the Oceanside is a community. I, I think they're probably done with that. So um, Negan was saying that he he knows when he's outside the gates, he knows that they have like a whole arsenal inside the gates of right. Alexandria. Right, because the junkyard dogs had told him about it. Are we to assume that they didn't give all the guns to junkyard people? They said they were keeping like 20 of them. That was the first time. And then they went and took stuff from Oceanside to get, because the junkyard people said they were going to need more. So are yeah, we to we'll assume, that they, to assume that they kept them? Yeah, they, yeah, kept they didn't lot. give all of them to the junkyard and that they still have a, 
Hopefully. storehouse of, of other guns. Tell you what, mm-hmm. they had some crazy looking weapons. They did. One the of one them. That, that Daryl was running yeah, around. Yeah, Daryl ran, jumped up with like something looked like out of a video game. One of them was a tribute gun to um. God, what was that? It's probably something from Alien. I would assume. Got to be. <gasps> I don't well, remember. then it was the gun that Daryl was using because yeah. I've never seen anything look like that. Thing. It was like squared off, looked like pieces yeah. of metal were welded together. Yeah, it was that his had like a triangle um, casing. Muzzle. Yeah, casing on the front of it. Um, sounded pretty sweet. Well, let me ask you this: just because the question came up to me when when uh, Maggie's people showed up, whatever happened to Gregory? Right. Well, I mean, I'm assuming, because I didn't know he had left, first of all. I'm assuming. Yeah, that's what he was trying to get the guy to drive him out of there, remember? Oh, that's right. His guy, Todd, or whatever his name was. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. that's not right. But yeah, exactly. Cal. Um, Kai, Cal. Cal. Anyways. Cal. It was Cal. I. It was Todd. Assumed he had made, maybe he just hasn't made it back to the sanctuary yet. He's still on the road. He's traveling. Well, they did, they grabbed a bottle of tequila, so maybe they hung out and. Got wasted somewhere. They'll probably show up right about the same time that um, the sanctuary people get back. Maybe they're in the abandoned trailer getting drunk. Hmm. Possibly. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe they didn't make it. You know, this is like an apocalypse where there are zombies walking around everywhere. So there's always a chance that you're not going to make it where you're going. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. True. He'll show up. He'll show up in the sanctuary at some point and be like, what happened? Yeah. I'm here to turn in the Alexandrians. And they're going to be like, uh, yeah, we just fought them already. <laughs> You're late to the party, Gregory. <laughs> hey, I, would, I did want to ask you, did you guys notice the dude with the umbrella? No. With the umbrella? Yeah. When um, one of the junkyard dogs, when they got there in the dump truck, mm-hmm. you saw them all piling out of the dump truck. One guy jumps out of the dump truck with an umbrella and starts walking around like an English gentleman. Oh, uh. uh, no, I didn't. <laughs> And you saw him again. There was a uh, scene they were setting up. I think it was um, Tara was was pulling a car in to, to block an area or something like that. And you saw the guy walking by with the umbrella in his hand. And he had it unfolded. No, it was still folded up. The reason why I'm I'm bringing it up is that it made another appearance at the end of the at the end of the show. Hmm. It uh, was what jammed the gate. Oh, oh, really? was that the umbrella? I thought it was. Yeah, uh, it was. It was. Did it was it a red umbrella? Yep. Yep. Uh, Interesting. Because I thought that was Negan's scarf. I saw. I thought that too, and then I slowed it down when I was watching the re- or the uh, second time and yeah. saw that it was actually the umbrella. You can see the handle uh, of the umbrella sticking out. So that huh. guy was there. Good catch. Very clockwork orange kind of thing. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, it was. Those, those guys were. Are, those people are sniffing some glue or something. <laughs> <laughs> like they are, there's something wrong with those people. It could be the fumes, all like the decaying garbage and stuff. That's what's making them so crazy. I don't know. <laughs> they're just, they're just weird. Yeah, and they make, they make no sense. They're giving uh, themselves crazy ass haircuts and stuff. Why the hell would Rick and them trust those people? I mean, honestly, uh, there is nothing besides the fact no that compelling you think reason that, to trust these crazies. No, that you think they are so slow that they can't figure out something else. I, know. I mean, what does Jada say? Um, uh, we had a deal, we and she said, well, we had a better deal. We got mm-hmm. a better deal. And then... Like, fuck you. Well, she didn't, you said, say, she I'll, didn't say I'll, we got a better deal, Stu, because that would be a complete sentence. She said, better deal. Yeah, ex- yeah it was better deal. <laughs> and, and now I will lay with you. I was going to say, lay with you at the end. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, thank you, ma'am. Okay, but... 
That is so Mad Max Thunderdome. I, I mean, give me a break. My point that I want to bring up too is: Are we really to believe that Rick got shot in the hip, yet he's able to walk around upright and act as if nothing happened, and then sit at the bedside of Michonne while she's in the hospital? I'll give him that. He's Rick. He's a gunslinger, Kim. No, he's not Bionic Rick. No, he's Rick. No, he doesn't have to be Bionic Rick. That dude's tough. <gasps> I need to oh. give it to him. And you know what else? What? This might be a little bit spoilery. But then don't say it. No, this is just for the comic book people. All right. There was a conversation between Rick and uh, Negan, and he's like, I'll take your hand. And well, I was yeah. like, fuck yeah. Well, I was just going to say that because you said the comic book thing. We didn't really talk in depth about the conversation with when he's got Carl and Rick on their on the knees. Mm-hmm. And he's getting ready to kill them right before the king. And we sort of talked about it, but not really in depth about what they were discussing. Mm-hmm. And he, yeah, he's and Rick's like, take my hands, take them right in front of me. Mm-hmm. And no, he said, kill, you can kill my son right in front of me and you can take my hands. No, he, I yeah, he says, take, yeah, take them right in front of me. I don't think he says actually kill my son. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> right. That was but he sweet still threatens to kill him. Because yes. everyone who reads the comic books will, mm-hmm. was probably like, awesome. And it didn't happen, so that's even better. But yeah, right when um, Negan raises the bat to do it was when Shiva comes jumping into the picture. But yep. yes, he uh, Negan didn't have very good form with that whole bat thing. No. Well, you know when he took his hands were spread. You cannot. Well, was, you can't get a good follow through with that. He was getting ready to come down on Carl, and all of a sudden the tiger comes in, and it's like, oh, let me <laughs> like pull spaghetti. away from Carl real quick. Well, he just slung his hips out again. Yeah, that's true. When he took Carl's hat off. I was actually really nervous for Carl because oh, yeah. you could see it in Rick's eyes. Like he was so scared and Carl was his stoic, normal teenager self. Like do it. I don't care. But, um, I was really nervous cause I was like, well, how, how are they going to get out of this one? Like, I knew this is something impossible. was coming. I knew something was coming. I figured it was like someone from, from a hilltop or whatever would take a shot at him. Mm-hmm. Well, at Rick, that point, I knew something was coming. Now, I didn't expect a tiger to come flying out of the side screen. Rick did kind of uh, go almost a little crazy Rick on there, though, Yeah, Scott. he did. Because mm-hmm. he said, I will kill you. I will kill all of you. Mm-hmm. That's right. And he was like yep. right in his... And, he's, and that's where Negan's like, wow, you're fucked up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's because of him. Let me you're go. a bit go over the do. top there, pal. And, and actually, that was the one thing. Okay, that was the thing I was going to say is right before he is about to club... Uh, as you said, right before he was about to club uh, Carl, he says, "You said I could do it," mm-hmm. which is what Negan said. You could, you said I could do it. That was yep. an intense scene. Yeah, it was. It was crazy. Yeah, it was very good. So I think this was a great episode and a great way to end the season, and it has me very excited for next season. Not. I don't have that sense of foreboding and nervousness about what's going to happen. Like they kept saying that this episode was going to be really horrible in terms of people dying and i really don't think it was at all no not at all (laughs) yeah and um and and i'm excited that there was like it was like kind of like a false start to the whole war thing like well we got we got some closure at the end of this season for part of the story i mean that's a good thing i liked getting some closure and then we know that there's going to be a coming war okay bigger scale than what that was so 
but you know, it's nice to come to an ending of a season and get a little bit of closure. And unlike what it was last season, which was completely cliffhanger and there was no closure to anything. Yeah, it was open ended question about what our future yeah, was going to bring. Got popped. I mean, I think that all of ne- I think that we can expect for the first half of season eight to be just war, and then mm-hmm. the second half will just be the aftermath and cleanup. Can can I say something? Just bring up one last thing before we like take a break. Mm-hmm. Did anybody find it weird how easy it was to get the saviors and the junkyard people to retreat? Because mm. those people took off, and they even had like the the junkyard Smoke folks. Bombs. Yeah, they the the guy the guy shot a flare in the air, and then all yep. of a sudden they had yeah they had a whole plan to get the hell out of there mm-hmm. like right, right away. I don't yeah. know. I mean, I guess it was because I guess it was because, uh, like you said, Scott, the Saviors only had like twenty guys. They didn't have a ton of people there. Um, yeah, they so, may not have been totally sure how it would go, so they wanted to have an exit plan. So these crazy people that can't finish a sentence and and put their clothes together from the Mad Max catalog do come up with an exit plan when they go into something like this. because yeah. they don't disturb stuff. But uh, <laughs> if 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 they knew if the Saviors knew so much from little birdies talking to them about what was going on. Wouldn't they bring more guys? Well, I think this was just a show of arms. Like, this is, like, your world's getting ready to get fucked up if you don't, like, get in line with what we're throwing down. I guess Negan Negan honestly thought they would capitulate, you know? Mm -hmm. I think think Negan must have honestly figured that they would capitulate. Yeah. Because they had all the junkyard dogs inside the walls with them. Yeah. It just it was weird when they're like they because they're because Kingdom Ezekiel is like all right let's finish this yeah and they run up and they get trapped where he can't get out the wall and all of a sudden they get up to the top of the wall and everybody's gone it's like what the hell so it is I mean it, it, in a way it's a good ending because yes it is just the start to the war it's not like okay they they're not ending it here they can't end it here so no I fully expected that we would be getting to the end of this thing and it would be almost like the end of the episode would be Negan's people rolling up to the wall. And yeah, that would be and, the end of it. Yeah. That would not have been satisfying. No. Yeah. That, I would, agree. that would that would not have been good. No, yeah. they gave us more than what we thought they were gonna give us. Mm-hmm. On that note, I think we're gonna take a break and when we come back we'll do our hit and miss. And listener feedback. Yes. See you in a minute. Just a- All right, everybody, we're back to do Hit and Miss. We're going to start this week with the misses so we can end on a positive note with the hits. So, Kim, what was your miss? Guess what? I don't really have a miss. Oh, foul, (laughs) foul, party foul. Good thing we started with you, Kim. (laughs) That's what I was saying. Like, I don't know of anything that was really negative about this episode. The CGI was good. The writing was good. I liked it. Okay. All right. Seriously. Well, we'll pass on Kim. Scott, what was your miss? The the whole uh, scavenger thing. The oh, junkyard, junkyard dogs, dogs people. 
Yeah. That was a huge miss. I mean, it was such a huge miss for me that it almost killed the episode. Oh man. Really? Well, I'm glad it didn't. Yeah. Oh, it bugged me. For the rest of the episode, I was, I was just kind of like, you got to be kidding me. Well, I'm glad it redeemed itself for it you. Was... Oh, yeah. I mean, the episode, I, I enjoyed the hell of it. I just wish I didn't have to think about the fact that that was so lame through most of it. And such a cop-out. Yeah. But whatever. Stu? Oh, man. I think I already said most of my misses. Now, I think I think my miss kind of comes back to... Uh, I, I don't know if it's a miss for this, but it, it is similar to what you're saying, Scott, with the junkyard dogs and and why um, there is this trust between um, the, the two parties on it. I don't know. I, mm-hmm. I don't buy it either. I mean, I agree with Scott on that. It was just kind of weird. Yeah. Um, it's just suspension of disbelief a little bit. Yeah, that's not a good miss, though. Well, no, but I do think, you know... If they had not had that group in this season, it might have even been a little bit better. You know, maybe they would have made someone else. I think they could have played even more off the intrigue of Hilltop and Gregory's betrayal. Yeah, other than the spiky walker, I mean, I don't really see that they really had a whole lot to add to the story. Well, that intro, Mm -hmm. when they were first introduced with Rick and um, what's-his-face, trying to get those supplies off of the island... That was right. intriguing. That was really good to just see the person's boots and trying to figure out who that person was and that sort of thing. I thought that was really good. And to see mm. that person spying on Alexandria, it turned into a little weirdness. But I think that they added a lot. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's it's very hard to believe that our group would trust people like that that quickly. Yes, I totally agree with you on that. But they added a whole nother dynamic to the storyline and I think if we had just stuck with the hilltop and the kingdom and the sanctuary and Alexandrians, we would have been bored. So we got two extra groups thrown in there. I think you could have done played a lot with the Gregory angle and the betrayal of that and so forth to make that even more intriguing than just kind of a side note that it was in the mm-hmm. series. Well, yeah, they made him look too wimpy, I think. They could have made him look like a stronger leader. Like, why the hell was he even mm-hmm. chosen as a leader? You know? They could have made Hilltop an even bigger group and had part of the Hilltop people leave. Yeah. And join up with Negan's people. Well, Gregory you know? is portrayed just like he was in the comic book. I mean, mm-hmm. he's as squirrely as he is in that. So 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 is Daryl, right? Daryl's not in the comic. Thank you. That's <laughs> his point. <laughs> <laughs> well, why don't we uh, leave that stuff behind and talk about the positives of the show? Kim, what was a big hit for you? So I have two things for my hit, since I had nothing for my miss. So Kim is breaking the rules again. I am. There was a lot of good in this episode. I really liked it. So my biggest is the fact that it was such an upbeat finale. And I know that sounds weird when I say upbeat, but I think seeing our group rise to the occasion and hold back Negan's forces, even though the junkyard dogs had turned on them, I mean, our people are pissed, and they're not going to take no for an answer anymore, and they're ready to fight. And it was so nice to have that camaraderie amongst all the groups and have the kingdom jump in with Shiva, and, like, all these little comic book things were happening here and there with the hand and Shiva and all that stuff. It just all came together. I told you, I love a a team-up, so... 
Yeah, I mean, it was great to see all the all the pieces falling together again. And knowing where we left off last season and how the whole first half of season seven went with all the sadness and depression and oh my god, we're gonna be under Negan's control forever. Like oh my god, kill me now. <laughs> exactly and now it's like yes we're ready to fight and next season should just be like total energy i think lots of energy it better be my next hit was the fight scene between michonne and that chick from the junkyard dogs Mm -hmm. it was when did the head splat yeah it was kind of nice to see michonne being vulnerable for a change Mm -hmm. Um, in terms of fighting, like we've seen her emotionally vulnerable, but this time she almost died. Like she came very close to. Oh, she got her ass kicked. Yeah, yeah she I almost mean, didn't look like she knew what she was doing. Yeah, this this girl was strong. So it was, it, even though it, it was bad for Michonne, but it was nice to see that vulnerability for her. How cool was it? To, how cool was it to see that chick falling off the building too? Yeah, yeah, and then her splat at the bottom. Yeah, but I mean, that just the sound of the screaming, they didn't know who it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that just added to, to Negan's whole thing about, you just had somebody close to you die just this know, minute. Just now, yeah. yeah. You know. Yeah, that was screwed up. That was creepy. That was very mm-hmm. creepy. Yeah. yeah. So, all right. There you go. S- Stu, your hit? Um, Negan's face after Rick tells him they're all going to die. <laughs> and he is so pissed. You can yeah. see he's red. Yep. And yep. Uh, that, that scene was good. And Negan, when he's making his demands on the outside of the gate. So I got two as well. Mm-hmm. Yes, you when do. he's on the outside of the gate and Scott's getting pissed because he's like, you're not allowed to have two. Because <laughs> I want to talk about the first one. <laughs> and he says the things that he wants and he adds in the lemonade and the pool table. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> and all the chalk. Because <laughs> he's like, right. he is so... <laughs> Freaking serious at that point, but he's like, I want the lemonade, every grain, and I want the pool table, the cues, and the chalk. That's right, exactly. And I want that shit now. No, and no, he says, good. and he says, Daryl, I gotta have him back too. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. My sweet Daryl, gotta have my Daryl back. <laughs> Got my eyes on you. Very That's good, right. very the good. Hand motion too. So you, so both of you got two, huh? Yep, bring All it. Right. Well, I had two also, so... Oh, well, there you go. There you go. It was a good episode. Uh Uh-huh. My first one is the the Shiva attack. I mean, that was one of those, you know, one of those real... It was pretty silly, don't get me wrong, but it was a great hell yeah moment. Yeah, Mm -hmm. game changer. Yeah. You know, I just thought that that was... was, You know, I knew something was coming, but I certainly didn't expect a tiger to attack a guy. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. So I thought that was... That was a that was a cool idea, very mm-hmm. cool idea. But I think my biggest one is the fact that this episode was dedicated to Bernie Wrightson. Oh right, mm, yeah. And um, I'm sure folks on, have heard us talking about Bernie and how what an influential comic book artist and illustrator he was, who died a couple of weeks ago. Um, definitely has had an effect on most of the creators of this show, mm-hmm. and uh, so I thought it was really cool that they dedicated it to him. Yeah, that was good. I actually have one more. Sorry, I gotta say it. It's Sasha. The way she went out. Sasha as a walker was awesome. And then at the end when um, Maggie had to see her in the woods and they had to take her out. 
that was so bittersweet. Hmm. And it was really good. She's a beautiful walker. <laughs> She's probably one of the most prettiest walkers we've ever seen. So yep. it was a good way for Sasha to leave the show. Wouldn't it have sucked if they stood that casket up the wrong way? <laughs> that would have been interesting. <laughs> Look at those feet waving in the air. Oh, my God. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, funny. And I guess Kendrick Green is still going to be on the show, her husband. Oh, really? What is he? Is he a walker? No. What's he? He's an Alexandrian. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. He probably said that in the news at some point. I don't remember. He's yeah. been on the show for over a year now, so yeah. Okay. God. And whatever happened to Heath? Let's just bring that up for a second. Yeah, where is Heath? Heath. I actually thought about where that. Where is Heath? Wow. There was I was going to bring that up, but then I felt like I was probably going to look like an idiot, and you guys are going to say, well, don't you remember he died in this, blah, blah, blah. No. No, he just disappeared. He totally disappeared. He disappeared on the bridge with Tara at some point, right? Yeah. The bridge, sand walkers or whatever? Yep. And the dump truck of sand, and Heath just disappeared at some point. He had to go hang out with... Because um, there was a guy with dreads in this one, not King Ezekiel. Mm. That was in the background, looked just like him, but he was like a garbage guy. He was one of the trash wa- uh, trash junkyard people. We had to go hang out with Kiefer Sutherland. Maybe, maybe somebody can tell so. us. Maybe yeah. somebody somebody out there knows oh, what happened to right. Heath. He's Mr. Short-haired 24 guy now. Yeah. That's right. Who is Heath? Yeah. Yeah. He's in the uh, new 24 show. So but he that's just what disappeared. Happened. Yeah. Yep. That makes sense. Totally gone. <laughs> Never to be heard from again. Mm. And Tara hasn't said anything else about him, which is weird. Anyways, yeah. I digress. <laughs> well, should we talk about a little bit about the bad news about the episode? And what? the ratings it had? Oh, I didn't hear about it, the ratings. Um, it was the third worst uh, season finale of the of the show's run. After really? the first and second seasons. They already know? Yep. Yep. They got, I think they attracted like 11 million. The first season had um, <laughs> 5. 5, about, about 6 million viewers. The second season had 8.9, and this one had 11. Wow. That's probably so, the lowest of the entire season, isn't it? Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. This show is still number one. Yeah, exactly. On television. But that is a, that's a huge loss. Yeah, it is. Because they were up in the 14 range. Yeah, they've, they lost a lot of viewers this season. Mm-hmm. And I hope, you know, I'm almost wondering if maybe there needs to be a little bit of a change. With maybe. the showrunner? Yeah. Yeah, just maybe a different, different eyes on the, sh- on, the, on the show now. Hmm? I don't know. I love Scott and Gimple. Maybe they, maybe they can bring the guy from Fear over here. Fuck no. He would destroy <laughs> it. He's out of a job now, isn't he? No. Yep. He's with AMC I still. I know. I'm kidding. Yeah, well, they just gave him a, they gave him a <laughs> special project. Now he's off the show. But anyway, you know, now, of course, don't get me wrong. They were also competing with the Country Music Awards, the Homeland Lame. Season Ender, and Slow Pitch Softball on ESPN 8, the Ocho. <laughs> Slow Pitch Softball? Are you um, kidding me? It was opening night for baseball, though. Yes, yeah. it was. Yeah. So, but I can't. I can't tell you at all that that's going to hurt the ratings. No, I don't think anybody <laughs> knew that. Uh, when MLB starts up, people aren't like, "Oh man." Well, hopefully, take a break from the show. Hopefully, people were so excited about the people who watched it were so excited about the finale that people will come back for the mm-hmm. season premiere in October. 
yeah, hopefully word will get out that it was really exciting, and then they'll go and, uh, Give and it a second watch chance. it in reruns later on. But I know of uh, I know my son talked about maybe he's going to stop watching it, and someone at work yeah, told me that. that too. I and, saw that. Uh, you know, I, I I just hope these guys um, take that to heart and maybe learn from a lesson and and uh, you know rethink how they're doing stuff. Well, it's, you know. It was a tough. It was a tough season. I mean, it really was. It was a tough season, and even though this last episode was great, uh, did it justify all the stuff that happened in the season? Did it did it re- resurrect it? I guess. I think the second half was really strong. Mm-hmm. I think. I, did uh, too. I mean, I did almost too. every episode of the second half was very strong. Um, I just wonder how many people saw them. I don't know. And it's, it's, I was actually thinking we, I mean, even from our own downloads and things like that, I was seeing a lot more interest mm-hmm. coming in through January, February, March mm-hmm. and coming through to the end. But yeah, the last couple episodes has kind of dropped off a little bit. Yeah. So, well, come on, numbers, people get with the numbers it. Numbers don't lie. I think a lot of people are getting into like zombie overload. It could be. And that's why I know the the producers and all those people want this show to go for 12 to 20 seasons, but yeah. I don't see that happening. Although, you know what? You should watch Train to Busan because that was pretty good. That was very good. The movie. Well, Zombie um, Overload. Yeah, okay. You're yeah, talking about you, Zombie Overload. I mean, if, if you want a little reboot. But those yeah, are different Kim, types Kim of has zombies. Been, Kim has been mentioning to us for a while now that we need to see this movie Train to Busan, so we all watched it. And let me tell you... That movie was really cool. Yeah. Well, don't get me wrong; you got some reading to do, but because uh, it's all subtitled. But it is—I uh, thought it was extremely well done. Yeah, it was, in, it was intense, and the cinematography was incredible. Well, I yep. think we should cover it. I think still. we will. We should. I think we should too. Okay. We have a ton <laughs> of listener feedback. Mm-hmm. So, Stuart, you want to start us off? William Fuentes said. Rick roaring seconds before Shiva bleeds in her roar with tooth and claw. This would have been a way cooler version to see last Sunday. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Fan Mom says, so good. The perfect end to a great season. Lady Dixon KR said, loved it. I thought it was brilliant. Think it honored those we lost and we're losing our and we're losing and our group rose back up from the ashes. Misty Rain said, uh, great fight back from Carl. When Sasha came out, the whole time I kept yelling, where are the hot hilltop and kingdom? Then they kicked ass. And Craig on Frank said, overall, it's an 8 for 10. Entertaining. We've had seven years practice dealing with flaws. Some good stuff. No laying after, though, is my <laughs> big takeaway. <laughs> the laying. The yes. Laying. And Frank, you're naughty. <laughs> New Jeff CT said, The battle for Alexandria was great. Lots of intensity with great action. Evan Brookman, our friend, said, Dang it, this season left me feeling a bit meh as well. Pretty confident I'm in need of a a TWD break. On the plus side, they did do something. An actual skirmish, which was a bit better than a few episodes this season. Said skirmish drove me a little nuts, but I'm not up to picking it apart right now. Yeah, well, you you will be, Evan. You will yeah, that's be. right. <laughs> yes. We'll, we'll uh, entertain that picking apart, Evan, of course. Yep. Emmeline Veldkamp said, I want them dead. 
I want their families dead. I want the pets dead. I want their rugs to burn. I think she's talking about the junkyard dogs. She's about the <laughs> dogs. Oh, and you mentioned rugs, yes, for sure. No doubt. No That's doubt. Funny. Okay, we actually got an email this time too. Paige V wrote in and said, Hey Kim, Stu, and Scott. I love your podcast and listen every week, so I figured I should finally write in. Overall, I enjoyed this episode much more than I have the past few. I was 100% expecting the junkyard crew to be working with Negan, so that was not a surprise at all. Although I like Sasha killing herself in order to help her people, I found the flashback slash iPod scenes weird. I loved when the kingdom came in to save the day. I had completely forgotten about them in the chaos. I definitely definitely think Scott's hope of Eugene becoming a bad guy could be coming true. He's too comfortable with the saviors. Overall, sad to see Sasha go, but I'm sure none of us were surprised it happened. Lastly, are we ever getting confirmation of where the hell Heath went? <laughs> see? Told you. <laughs> On another note, I'm sure I'm in the minority, but I'm excited for Fear to come back and we'll look forward to your commentary. I'd also love for you guys to cover a show or two in the time in between, if possible. Thanks. Okay, yeah, Thank you, Paige. Um, yeah, we're, 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 we'll be looking at that. Maybe doing I, some uh, stuff. And we are getting excited about coming back for... Or uh, fear, I can tell you that. Yes, we're definitely going to do fear, so don't worry about that. We've had people write in saying they want us to do fear and preacher. Yes. Um, Evan wanted us to do like a split thing. Evan Brookman wanted I'm us not, to do. I'm not. I don't think that's necessarily a bad idea. No, I like it too. Do a split uh, fear the Walking Dead slash preacher in the same podcast. Yeah, and like feature one, like one each week. Well, you yeah, know. then we can we can chapter it then. So people, if they only want to hear one part versus the other, we, they can right. skip ahead or something like that. And then we've had people write in and say they want us to cover Legion. Mm, yes. Which is crazy. Yeah. So that, we've got a lot. Gonna, Good that's Lord. That would be tough. <laughs> that would Legion's be a very tough one to co- <laughs> cover, yeah. So I think we're going to do Train to Busan for sure because we've all seen it now. But I think we could do like one episode of Legion too. Yeah. Versus like like really getting into it, tons of episodes, but yeah, that will be tough. But it was, I mean, shoot, we did we did Westworld. That was no problem. I also think that we should cover the girl with all the gifts, which is another zombie flick. I don't know that one. It's based all. on a on a novel. Okay. It's, the novel was awesome. How many weeks do we have between? I was going to say. I hope, we, I hope you realize we don't have that much time to do this stuff. Oh, yeah, man, sure. we're going to have to start doing two podcasts a week, Scott. <laughs> we have two months, Scott's. guys. Okay, yeah. we got two months. Yeah, we got plenty of time. All right, Scott, let's get on it. If you need to watch Train to Busan again, let's do it. Scott was looking for a break. Not going to happen. We got people to make happy. If, if, if there's anything else you guys want us to cover, just let us know. We'll make Scott do it. Can I go back to Paige's comment really quickly? Um... As far as the iPod thing, I thought it was a little weird, too. That's all I have to say. Okay. I didn't think it was weird. I th- I, in, until I saw Eugene give her the iPod, I was like, why do we keep going back to Sasha in this dark <laughs> place listening to music? I didn't know what was going on. So Keeps her, keeps her occupied. Yeah. So I, I agree with her on that. So I just want to say that. Because if I had been locked in a coffin, I would have flipped out. Because I am scared of tight spaces it was weird you're scared of everything the interesting thing was that negan gave her the chance to well he was like what you want to ride you don't have to ride the whole two hours over there in this coffin 
I know. And she said She no, wanted to no. take a little nappy poo. I need a nappy. All right, we have a little bit of news to talk about this week. Only and a little? kind of deals with what we were just talking about. They announced on The Talking Dead, finally, what the premiere date is for Fear of the Walking Dead. Hmm. I don't know why they waited so long, but it's going to be June 4th. So, so Preacher fear, starts on the 25th. Well, there's controversy now about when Preacher's coming back. They there's said two the 25th different dates. That, yeah, well, there's two different promos out now. And there's two different dates. AMC needs to get their shit together. One said the 19th and the other said the 25th. And in fact, there was a huge thing on Twitter about it that people were like, when is it? They're like, I don't care when it is, as long as it's coming back. Thank you. Yes. But they, they were yeah, but saying two different dates. Not to know when they're going to be putting the show on is pretty funny. Come on. When Fear comes back, though, they're going to actually air episode one and two the same night. Yes. Back to back episodes. No, they aren't, are they? They are. Are they really? I was kidding. I was totally kidding. I it's, had no idea. Well, it's a two-hour premiere. Okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's how they ended the last season, remember? They did the 14th and 15th episode Right, the same, because they the had to night. squeeze it in there because yeah. they couldn't get their shit together schedule-wise. Well, that being said, I don't know if it's episode one and two, but it will be a two-hour premiere. Okay. Okay. Well, that's fine. Yeah. So, so my point is, Fear of the Walking Dead comes back on June 4th. Preacher will be later in the month mm-hmm. sometime. We don't know when. A couple weeks later. So we can concentrate on fear for the first couple of weeks and then dive into Preacher. We'll, we'll be discussing what we're doing and we'll let you guys know as soon as we figure it out. Yes. On that note, Outcast, the other Robert Kirkman comic yeah. book turned show, mm-hmm. is coming back this month for its second season. Really? Yeah. Oh, my. But again, I could not find a date. So hmm. if anybody has any... <laughs> Information. That's I don't. Not, I don't know why they're FX, being so. Isn't it? Or no, no, that was. I'm um, sorry. That was Netflix. No. No. Shit. Star. Was it on Stars? Stars. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. It's on Stars. I don't think oh. I liked it. Did I? You did not like it that much, but we loved it. <laughs> I don't think I liked. it. <laughs> <laughs> that was when Scott was on his old person happy pills. That's yes, well. The last little bit of information is that yet another Robert Kirkman comic (laughs) is being made into a major motion picture, and that is Invincible. Invincible was released back in 2003, the same when The Walking Dead was released, the same year. And this one is going to be directed by uh, Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg, who did... Preacher. Preacher. So Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg are going to write, direct, and produce the film. Robert Kirkman's going to be the executive producer with Skybound Entertainment. And it should be awesome. So do you guys know anything about Invincible? I'm guessing it's a superhero. Very good. That is Invincible. (laughs) It's a coming-of-age comic about a superhero. So... The description is, Invincible follows Mark Grayson, a normal high school student in all ways, except that his father is Omni-Man, the world's most powerful superhero. Oh, okay. Mark's life changes forever when he develops superpowers of his own and becomes the superhero Invincible. The story keeps up with Mark as he tries to follow in his father's footsteps, dealing with themes of family, legacy, what it means to be a hero, and growing up. So I'm guessing it's going to be comedy, especially when you got Seth, Seth Rogen in there. Possibly, yeah. I, I do hope that Kirk realizes you can oversaturate the market. 
Well, they're all different themes, though, so that's good. Right. Like, this is not a common... I mean, this is not a uh, zombie or, like, supernatural type thing. Right. Like Outcast is. Okay. So, I think, I think it should walking. be good. But the comic ex- itself is on issue 133, and it's supposed to end completely at 144. So, hmm. they will have the entire arc completed by the time this movie is released. All right. So there you go. That's it. It is interesting to see like all these ties between both the people that are interested in producing with Preacher, AMC, Kirkman. Mm-hmm. You know, like how this is all kind of like its own, becoming its own small family. It's like an incestuous little group. Of it people. is actually, yeah, that, of developing all these shows. Yeah. yeah. So speaking of Fear the Walking Dead. This entire season seven, or most of it, we've been watching little snippets of their webisode called The Passage. Mm-hmm. So what did you guys think of that? Did you watch it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Watched it. I didn't watch it all, like, um, sequentially, all together. No, I didn't but I watched it. I watched it during all the episodes. You watched it all at once, didn't you? Didn't you I go on their site and watch it sequentially, yeah. It okay. only takes about 15 minutes to watch it. And it was... It took that long? Yeah. Okay. I will tell you, I was not impressed. Yeah. Is it? Is it really? It feels like it's all over the place in a way. Oh, but d- nothing. But nothing seem, really happens. No, it doesn't it's just seem those like two a point women to it. getting together, right, and then getting trapped in those tunnels. With yeah, that these guy. And two then women find they get out. They these two women find mm-hmm. themselves at the beginning of the apocalypse, and mm-hmm. they one is injured, right? One is injured. They save. They save each other from zombies. They manage to escape over the border into Mexico and find one of the girl's boyfriends who is with the army. And he has supposedly found this tunnel that is supposed to be protected, is supposed to be a place where you can find sanctuary, I guess you could say. Um, Mm. The tunnel is very reminiscent of where we left off Fear the Walking Dead last season. Right. With our crew getting shot up at the border. The soldier boyfriend turns out to not be all that great and wants to sacrifice the friend that his girlfriend has met. And he ends up getting killed as well as his one of the other army guys that's working with him. Mm -hmm. And their whole mission is to control that tunnel so that they can end up staying there and make it a safe zone. And then it ends with the two girls emerging from the tunnel and there is a nice romantic sunset in the distant, far off in the distance. And they are actually holding hands. And can I just say lame? Was not impressed. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. I don't understand the point of it at all. Um, My guess is it's, it's being used as a vehicle to introduce a character to the show. Or characters to the show would be my guess. My guess is that it's being used to keep people aware and interested in the show right. as a marketing tool, and that's pretty much it. <laughs> and and kind of like the first webisode that they did, like they introduced that one. Although they did introduce that was a that good one, one woman, and she stayed, and we we're like, well, where the hell did she go? Yeah. But at the but same that time, was interesting. Yeah, in a way, but it, it did feel like okay, they're only doing this because they did a webisode. Now they have, are forced to keep this character in there, you know, and then and then they kill her off or she disappears or whatever. Yeah. Um, 
this one definitely seemed much more pointless. I agree. Um, the only thing that was cool was when they found that girl jumped into the, the coal uh, car. Mi- and yeah, the mining car. Walkers in there, right? And there was walkers in there, and that was mm-hmm. it. The rest of it was like, okay, they're in another part of the tunnel. Uh, it's a <laughs> lot of dust. Yeah, uh, yellow light, sweet. Yep. Yep. So I just say, if you haven't watched it, eh, don't waste your time. <laughs> Unless you, you, if you want to see a char- the beginnings of a character that may be on the show, then you might want to take 15 minutes and watch it. Yeah. This is why I was wondering why we're talking about this. But that's okay. We <laughs> talked about it. So we just wanted to say thanks to every one of you for tuning in to us during this season. And be sure you come back for season two. See, well, season three of Fear the Walking Dead, right? Yeah. We'll be back periodically during this break, during the off-season, to review some other stuff. And we'll let you know in advance if you want to watch it with us. And you can comment on things. And, um, yeah. (laughs) Okay. Very good. So, thanks. So, thanks for listening to the Fear Me podcast. You can download our episodes from your favorite podcasting site. You can also find us on Twitter at Fear Me Pod, on Facebook at Facebook slash Fear Me Podcast, and on the web at fearmepodcast.com. You can email us at fearmepodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Good night. Thank you. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.